0: Snap into it again I'm back Hey Pasty Yes sir I could hear myself echoing in your background You wanna turn my uh myself oh, off on yours? I
1: plug the headphones
0: in. You might want to plug the <laughs> headphones in. I heard myself talking back, and, you know I was like, damn, who's that yeah, sexy voice mother blood over me. there? This
1: Crazy. is fun. You get to go for a minute because I have to do a couple of things that I completely
0: forgot about. All right, all right, all right. That's all right. I'll bring them in, man. I'll hit our sponsors at MonsterWear Clothing. Oh, oh. Folks, never forget Monster Wear Clothing because Monster Wear Clothing will never forget about you. That's right. You want a really cool Fight Owens Fight shirt like this? They'll bootleg it up for you quick as shit. Half the price. Quarter of the price. You want bumper stickers? They'll hook you up. You got a, you got a little uh, spot down the road where you're selling, some, selling a little weed? Huh? You slanging them bags? You need to promote your product? Huh? Samson! Mr. Happy. Mr. Happy Weed. Man, they'll give you some bumper stickers to put out there. Some decals! To decorate. That's right, friends. I joke, but seriously. Our friend Corey Matthews. Hit him up. Monster You can find him on Facebook. Monster Wear. High quality. High quality. This isn't just some press-on crap that's going to flake off in, in, a, in a couple weeks. No. High quality. I've, I've, I've dealt with his products. I've seen his products. Decals. Bumper stickers. The works. And Hey. Drop Pasty White's name, drop the podcast, he'll hook you up. That is monster wear, clothing, shirts, decals, bumper stickers, and more. You got a hockey mask? It's hockey season. Is it hockey season? I don't know when hockey season is. You'd think winter would be hockey season.
1: One would have to. Yeah, you'd
0: think. So it's hockey season. You want to personalize your child's hockey mask? You got to spend $5,000 just to get half the equipment You might as well make him stand out on the ice So he isn't just another duck in the flock My kids watched the Mighty Ducks The other day <laughs> Duck in the flock No you I want him to stand out So he'll hook you up with some really, some really badass And you know what maybe you want You're like hey I want something but I don't know Go there he'll walk you through it He'll give you some ideas Can't say enough good things about our friend Corey Matthews Not at all So, this week's episode, we're gonna talk some more about Survivor Series, folks. That's right; it's just God, heating we got up. A
1: lot
0: just heating up. It, we got our uh, our two By tweet the way, segment. I was right. You were right. Title changes are coming. Our two tweet segment seems to be taking off. I think that's something that's gonna stick around because, man, these wrestlers they like to tweet. They like to tweet. And hey, coming up in the news here, we got a little something for you where. Uh, Something that we've mentioned in two tweet segments the last couple weeks actually turned into something real. I don't know how long I'm supposed to spiel, Pasty White. I mean, I can get right into some two tweets, but I don't know if...
1: Right into it.
0: Hold all right, right, all right, all right. All right, I'll all right. right. Oh, actually, before that, I, I can refrigerate on my end. Maybe you have time to click a refrigerate on yours. I don't know.
1: But uh yeah 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 give me a moment. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You got me all heated up for the two tweets. No. Oh! I know. Primed at the pump. I know. I know. I know.
0: We got so many things in different oh. places folks. We're clicking back and forth to different windows. You know we got our agenda <laughs> set up. We got our recording stuff that we got done. We got sound effects over here. We have our two tweets in a different place over here so we can just read them all without having to funky with stuff. So, I mean, we're, hey, you know what? That's where uh, that's where your Patreon money and your GoFundMe money can help us out. That's right. Patreon.com forward slash cloud style. You can check us out. We, we could get, like, double monitors. Man, double monitors would help a huge amount, just having double monitors. So we could have two different things going at one time. We could get a better up to better video for you folks. <clears throat> we can get sound. I know I found out last week we didn't even have sound on YouTube. So, hey, man, that's how poor we are. We can only <laughs> afford one audio. One audio output. Right. You got to pick and choose who you're listening to. <laughs> so that's where that helps. Go to GoFundMe. Search CloudStyle Broadcasting. You can find us there. Any little bit helps. Go on Facebook. Hit us up Facebook. There's CloudStyle Broadcasting on Facebook. Beef Sticks Podcast on Facebook. Leave your comments there. Put questions. YouTube, we're, we're streaming live on YouTube, we're streaming live on Spreaker.com, on iTunes, um, uh, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio. Anytime you download, anytime you click, anytime you subscribe, anytime you put notifications on, anytime you give a review, whether it's a positive or negative, that helps us out. When, when you leave comments, that helps us out. Any of those things, we appreciate greatly. We appreciate you just sitting here listening to this now. That means a lot to us. In fact, if I'm feeling funky and I just might, I'll, uh, I'll go to our YouTube I'll go to our YouTube now and I'll get on the chat so we can chitty and chatty in case chitty, anybody chitty bang. in case anybody no. wants to bang bang my chitty chitty. I just, I just got to mute because it's a little lag. So, uh,
1: <laughs> our fine or fendered friend
0: it's easy for you to say alright we're in the chat officially I'll be flipping back and forth that's another thing I gotta flip through folks so if I don't get to you right away (laughs) it doesn't mean I'm ignoring but we're flipping flopping for the
1: record I do have a second monitor but my second monitor is completely dedicated running this wonderful background video you guys get to witness every week on the b6 youtube and cannot be used for anything else right unless you want to see that on your
0: (laughs) that's what you're gonna see (laughs) um so are we ready to refrigerate
1: oh yeah now that you made it to the chat let's take off in my my so soul.
0: Soul. Soul. You
1: refrigerator.
0: The last couple weeks I've been uh, throwing my 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 Jim Cornet remix of refrigerator out there for our spreaker listeners. I hope they <laughs> enjoy it. It's just, it's just the refrigerator song with Jim Cornette talking about what a gutless, worthless piece of shit who's got a microscopic penis his wife camp. <laughs> the old uh, Vince Russo rant. <laughs> I love that. It, it works. It works well. It works. It works well. Oh shit! I don't have to tweet up. I probably do that. That's
1: what I was trying to do. I know, right? Mm, but before we just went to the refrigerator. Why don't you talk about what Pat Mac.
0: Hey, that rhymed. You should be a rapper. I (laughs) should.
1: And I'm this Saturday night at Club Underground. Woo! All right, I got me.
0: Um, I just had one of these not too long ago. Not the same brand, or not the same same type, but the same brand. I got a Goose Island. It's the Goose Green Line Pale Ale. Hey, hop on board. It's another pale ale. It's got juicy citrus aroma. And toasted malt body. I like a toasted body with a juicy aroma. Which I think is just like a, a sweaty broad with a wet pussy, isn't it? But, um... Nonetheless, I like them. I like them. I like a nice sweaty pussy broad. Smooth. It's, uh, it's. I would call this an extra pale ale myself. It's... It's a beer, it's a good beer, it's a beer that's borderline, um, borderline soda. If this was like a citrus soda, I'd say it's a bad citrus soda, but it's a, it's a good beer, it's super light, um, the, the, you want the dark stuff for the winter because it keeps you nice and warm, but this one's super light, it's one I hadn't had before. I, was going, I wanted to pick up another October Fest, but I couldn't remember which ones I've done yet this month, if any. And I'm like, well, it's November, but I like to buck the system. Um, and then there was a, a Snowtop Vanilla, and I might get that again. I'm just worried about how much vanilla is in my Snowtop. I like it, I like it very much. Goose Island is always a good beer. Um, they're another, they are from Chicago, Illinois. So they're they're close to our home. Yeah, they're a bigger one than 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 we hit all the time. But man, we run out of some beers, and it's good. And this one was actually um, donated to Beef Sticks Podcast by uh, a good friend of mine named Don Juan. And good old Don Juan donated this beer after I uh, hunted down his dog today. His dog uh, was set a loose. And uh, we didn't know where to find him But I hunted him down, I found him And this dog, he, he's not hard to find He's a Canario. If people don't know, that's a gargantuan dog When he stands on his hind legs, he's taller than I am Which isn't saying much, I'm a short cat But nonetheless Um, So you know, you want to catch him Because he's super nice, he's the sweetest dog in the world But it intimidates some folks And some folks go right to Stay off in my yard You know, that's I live in these boondocks areas. People have guns everywhere. It's scary, it's scary. That's my story about Goose Goose Island Green Line at Pale Ale. <laughs> what, are you, story. what are you? What uh, are you sipping back on?
1: I uh, said, "Fuck the beer again this week." Fuck okay. it. And uh, I'm sipping on some cola and some calico jack spiced rum hmm. i don't normally do the rum but what would i do is calico jack no kid is the first time i had it it's very smooth. it's very good it goes good as a shot it goes good as a drink it's fucking rum it's always gone <laughs> you have to learn to live with that
0: and you know that spiced rum but, uh, seems to be real real good in this area people like the spiced oh, rum yeah. in this area
1: yeah Strategy and myself were fighting over whether we should get this new rum or get time-tested in true Sailor Jerry's 90-proof Spice Cherry Rum. But uh, I won over with the new one. There you go. you got to try new
0: things, new experiences. Who knows the next time you'll find your next new favorite. So now that we've refrigerated... And refrigerated. It's time for a segment Magic. that we like to call to "Tweet." Yes, folks, it's that time of day again, and um, we got we got a good amount here, man. Like I said, they never they never short us on the amount of tweets that we can get So I'm gonna start out here. It's kind of a package. So we got one here. Came out. It said breaking news. Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss have been arrested under DUI charges and two grams of weed inside their truck. WWE has planned to make Bliss lose the title this Monday to Mickie James and replace Jax in the Survivor Series with a yet-to-be-named returning woman. And and they sorted PWInsider.com as the source. PWI Insider usually is a pretty good source. Um, we rely on them a lot and that's because they back their stuff up and they seem to be a, a reliable source and they and they're more than more than quick to to put out um retractions when they're incorrect like we at beef sticks podcast have done in the past um for, when I first seen this I sent it to to pasty right away and I was like not bliss no um,
1: that's kind of weird. <coughs> And I responded with a menacing <laughs> <laughs> That you did, you ass. <laughs> um, but I was skeptical because it
0: seemed a little too big, and I hadn't really seen anything else about it. And I, I had even told Pastey I was like, "I'm going to look into this because this is all I've seen. I just seen it just now." Well, the next day, actually, no, two day. When did we see that? Yesterday. Two
1: yeah, to go back, that was yesterday. I was just on my way to bed when you sent it.
0: So today, Mike Johnson from PW Insider put out a tweet saying there is a report attributed to PWInsider.com regarding the alleged arrest of two female WWE talents. Not only is the story not true, nothing even remotely close was reported by PWInsider.com. So they are saying that not only did they not report it—that's a lie—but that it is not true at all. Um, so that's good news for Bliss and Alexa, and it just goes to show you anybody can put anything out there, and anything you read, especially like tweets or Facebook, quadruple check all of that. Don't even double check, because once somebody sent it out, somebody's gonna corroborate it just because they seen that, you know? So, quadruple check all your stuff, folks. We try to... I very rarely, unless maybe something just comes up before air, do I put out a tweet or a, a news story that I haven't looked at a few places to see what they all have to say about it. That's not to say that, that we can't be wrong. Um, next tweet here comes from Jinder Mahal. He sent this tweet after, uh, after spoiler, AJ Styles beat him for the WWE title on Smackdown live and it says to AJ Styles you were the better man for one night six months I held the WWE championship defended it countless times all over the world what it says huh six months I held the WWE championship defended it countless times all over the world championship yeah aren't you reading the same thing I'm reading
1: you're not even the same thing you're reading
0: it says six months I held the hashtag WWE champ. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> I never seen that. You man, you're like a you're a spell. See, I'm a grammar Nazi. You're a spelling Nazi. I always send stuff to you and you're like it's spelt wrong. I'm like, shut up. Okay, you're right. It, it says six months I held the WWE Camoan ship. the chameleonship. The chomo, ship. the chomo ship he's been running the chomo ship <laughs> him and him and <laughs> fucking um him and fucking uh oh man I'm blanking out his name now uh, american beauty him and American beauty are running the fucking chomo ship how'd I forget his name now I love him as an actor I still like him as an actor I don't care gay or not. I don't Anyway, six months I held the WWE Championship, he means to say. Defended it countless times all over the world. I will one day raise the title again. To my haters and wrestling insiders, he puts in quotations, this was not an experiment. I am not injured. I have not violated the wellness policy. So keep throwing shade my way. It only motivates me. And he is, he is bringing up topics that were brought up when he lost it, saying that perhaps he was uh, busted for a wellness violation... Actually, just after we did our the day after we did our show last week, I had heard that he had an arm injury and they might be taking the title off of him because of that. but according to him, that's not true. Um, we're gonna talk about that a little more so so pasty and I can discuss some things coming up. but I wanted to put that out there because that's a very positive tweet. He did put himself over. But he didn't say like you got lucky or you're not worthy or nothing right. like that. He said you were the better man for one night, which is true. That's all it takes. And then he went and and marked down his stuff. And then he talked about um, the the people who are making up rumors about him and addressed them. I was I thought that is the that we need to see more tweets like that. Professional tweets. On his championship. Championship. <laughs> so now. We get into the ugly side. It's the fun side, the Twitter battles. So there's a a, a Twitter battle going here, and uh, it happened because on Monday Night Raw, during the uh, two hundred five live match, Corey Graves said something along the lines of Enzo Amore is is only is only the second most hated guy in in Britain, I think, right under pierce morgan and uh i don't I, I think most people know who pierce morgan and he, he was the guy who was on uh
1: was it what american was idol Amer- no not america's
0: got talent oh,
1: was it american right.
0: idol Amer- Idol. he's been on he 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 does like a thousand and one um reality shows but he's always the um he's the european was it or AGT? The, it
1: was him and sharon osborne
0: was he on there for a while
1: i think it was agt
0: Okay, I think he was on. I think he started on American Idol. Nonetheless, either way, he, he's, he's the just a he's shows. he's the pompous. He's the he's the one guy who always just tells them how it is and and doesn't care about he's their the feelings. More boring Simon
1: Cowell. Is what he okay, is. oh Simon
0: Cowell's who I was thinking of, and that's a, okay. That's actually who I was thinking of this whole time. But they're just again, they're the same person. You're right. Simon has a little more personality, I think. Simon was America's. Uh, um, American Idol. Pierce could be America's
1: Got Talent. I think you're right. Yeah, because he was on, and I know Sharon was only on America's Got Talent.
0: So, um, so Corey Graves sent out a tweet saying, um, oh wait, I'm missing a tweet here. I'm missing a tweet from Pierce Morgan that set this up. Well, luckily, I have my tweets right here. So Pierce said, actually, I like, I loved Pierce's He has a better tweet, but I liked his tweet. But luckily, I keep everything in my phone. I must have missed one somewhere along the way. Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan. Well, I don't see it, but I'll paraphrase it. Basically, Pierce Morgan said... Aren't you the guy who, was, who wasn't who was good at wrestling, so they made him become a, and then he said in parentheses, bad announcer? And uh, he said that to Corey Graves, responding to Corey Graves calling him the most hated man. So Corey Graves sent out a tweet saying, I'm sorry, I meant no disrespect. I had no idea who you were. I simply Googled most hated man in England. Welcome to re- relevance, though. <laughs> so then Pierce responds back, Mate, I have 5.8 million more followers than you. When it comes to relevance, I'm John Cena, and you're Heath Slater. Oh! (laughs) That was good. I I love that. I mean, it should have ended there. I I think Pierce won this one, but Corey Graves did respond, which with a tweet I don't get, but uh, it says, I owe you an apology. I actually do like your carpool karaoke show. My bad. Oh, wait. So is there another it's show. British, it's another, it's a, Br- it's a British guy talk
1: show host.
0: that yeah. does it? So must be another British guy that does, does one of those. I, I didn't really catch that reference. I know there's a carpool karaoke, but I thought it was like, I thought it was a stand-up comedian. I don't know about no British guy. But anyways, I just loved that. Uh, I probably wouldn't have put this on here if it wasn't for the I'm John Cena and you're Heath Slater as far as relevance.
1: Yeah, like, that's
0: and, great. That goes to show that um, he knows his wrestling. He didn't just... Somebody didn't just call him and say, Hey, WWE called you out. He probably heard it watching it. Because, I mean, who knows Heath Slater? Unless unless he just Googled most irrelevant man in WWE, <laughs> Heath Slater probably popped up. <laughs> That's possible. Moving along with our tweets. Mia Khalifa sent a thing out saying... Uh, vegans can't go there for lunch there's no vegan options in quotes this is from a a tweet thread that i didn't get all of but it says please go to the gluten-free vegan seat away from my brisket and ribs and uh, austin Aries, who is a, a pretty hardcore vegan like he he goes out of his way to even not like have leather products if at all possible and stuff like that he really goes the all-out vegan said, "Don't worry, we'd never deprive you of the pleasure you get from shoving the meat in your mouth and down your throat. Have at it." <laughs> <laughs> so, Aries not being very classy, but being very funny. Uh, two more. We got we got one more coming up, and then I want to end with a with a positive one. We got from Shane McMahon that came yesterday. Further proving SmackDown Live is the superior brand, I'm happy to announce John Cena will be the fifth member of Team SmackDown at Survivor Series, he says. Which I found laughable as shit.
1: Yeah, Cena shouldn't even be allowed to fight in the Survivor Series. He's a free agent, and he was just on Raw. You can't... Yeah, he's been doing more on Raw lately than that. I mean, you just...
0: Plus, that doesn't show that SmackDown Live is a superior brand because they can't even get five people that are only SmackDown people to represent them. They have to pull in the free agent. But this also brings something up. It, you know, there was we, we talked about last week that the poster was released. It was um, Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal was seen as the guest referee. Well, ironically, now that um, there's a match people want to see in the main event, as in Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles, all (laughs) of a sudden they don't feel the need to throw Cena in there as the referee to get people to watch it, and now he's free to do something else. I'm pretty sure that's what happened, and they needed him to be on the show, so they threw him in, in there, in the SmackDown Live spot. I mean, that's my best guess. Because... Unless he's going to referee the, the AJ Styles-Brock match also, which he could do, but that just seems ridiculous. Last one I'm going to do is a positive one. This one's from Rory Karpf, and Rory Karpf um, helped do the uh, 30 for 30 ESPN Nature Boy special all about Ric Flair, which I really want to see. I have not seen yet. I really want to see it. But Rory Karp wrote, undertaker brewed coffee and had snacks for the entire crew one of the nicest people i've ever interviewed with the hashtag nature boy man it's good to know that taker he's still out there he's still representing himself well he's still representing wrestlers well he's just he always
1: standing up for the guys in the back man
0: yeah That's no matter what
1: undertaker.
0: i mean you can there, there's so many negative things you can say about different people uh, Page being one of them. Oh, I don't even have that in the news and notes. I suppose we should touch on that coming <laughs> up. Um, but Undertaker, I mean, he's just always been that straight-lay, straightforward, positive example for us pro wrestling fans. So good for you, Undertaker. I still expect him to be back pretty soon. And um, you know what? You know, I don't have this on here either, but I'm going to talk about this. So there's a tweet going around. The Young Bucks retweeted it. It was Undertaker coming out of a subway joint and he had on a young bucks t-shirt the bullet club style young bucks t-shirt and they retweeted it and everybody's talking about it no oh, could could undertaker go to new undertaker ain't going anywhere if he's if he's done with <laughs> oh WWE God, yeah. he's done okay that's the bottom Great. line but that I don't know if the bucks did it I think they got it from somebody else I think it was tweeted to them and they retweeted it but that was actually a picture of Undertaker coming out of a subway with a black t-shirt with a gun in an, in the American flag type where it's like, you know, stars and then the stripes and the blue. And um, So right. from us here at Beef Sticks, you know what? We say, Undertaker, we won't hold that shirt against you. We still love and respect you. <laughs> because as soon as that fucking picture came out, there's no denying that Undertaker voted Trump. I mean, the, the only really. kind of people that wear an American flag—I mean, it wasn't like a pistol either, a rifle. It was a, a, a assault rifle gun with the American flag emblem on it, and um, and yeah. So we, right there, folks. He voted Trump. I mean, there's just no no way around it. <sighs> oh, if you it want hands or butt no there isn't Um, there is a picture that I I forgot a whole segment to write down here but I already have it down for us so if you want to start carrying us into the news I'm going to get that picture to you because it's a picture I want you to end up putting up on, on the YouTubers and, and we'll explain it but it, 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 it we need it so if you want to get into the news we and rumors and so
1: I'll start playing
0: around with my shit and see where I put this picture or if I gotta re-get it. Yeah, you play it.
1: around with your shit. Just keep it away from the oh, microphone.
0: Oh, it's actually right there. I'll just send it to you over that. Well, go ahead, get us <laughs> started.
1: Alright. Alright. First in the news, Alpha vs. Omega. Our leading story tonight, Chris Jericho to face Kenny Omega January 4th in the Tokyo Dome, live at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Shit, folks, nobody saw this one coming. Even after the Twitter feud that we've been talking about for weeks. This is insane. Chris Jericho, we thought, thought he was on his way back to WWE. Nope, he is headed to New Japan. They have both been going back and forth on social media as we covered in the tweet segments. And most thought it was either self-promotion, would lead to match on Jericho's upcoming Rocket Rest which is exactly what I thought. But I'm starting to think this cruise is a big fuck you to Vince, and, and we'll see what comes from it. Which will feature musical performances and wrestling matches on the high seas. But on this weekend's NJPW Power Struggle show, Jericho appeared on the screen and called out Omega. Do-do-do. Do-do-do. It has been common knowledge that Jericho does not have a current contract with WWE. He has mentioned that on his podcast from time to time. And this would and has allowed Chris to participate in things other than WWE superstars are prohibited from doing. It was reported earlier this week that WWE was not informed of the upcoming match and found out the same way all of us fans did. Great, that's the way it should be. (laughs) But Tokyo Sports Official in an interview with Kenny Omega said, although Joe is not full-time, he still has to deal with WWE. So, of course, Vince, President McMahon, is also giving permission for this entry. Although the real intention is not... Is it WWE giving baiting the proverbial hook? Or how could he e not be interested in the... You know, it's something. It's something.
0: It is. It's... Oh, man, something. I mean... Fucking huge! New Japan's been making moves to in the U.S. You know, and trying to get a market in the United States. Yes. And they had their uh, um, their G four. They had some of their G four shows were taped here in the United States. They have a United States title now, which is what Kenny Omega is the champion of. So I I, I don't I don't think it's been announced that that's going to be on the line, but I'd assume. That that title will be on the line. So yeah, this is huge for them. Well I mean, what was your first thought, man?
1: Um, I think it was something along the lines of screaming like a thirteen year old girl and, and, and with a mixture of fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm happy I'm not happy because I was really looking forward to him returning to WWE soon. But um This is going to make some weird things happen, and I'm very interested in in what's to come.
0: Well, you know, there's a couple things to take out of, um, well, that that report, as well as other stuff, but on that report, it said that that, um, Chris Jericho is still under WWE contract, according to the the Tokyo Sports. He's
1: not under the contract, but he has a deal with them.
0: Yeah, so... um, one thing I was going to say when I first heard this reports were coming out, you know, did did he tell Vince? Didn't he tell Vince? Then reports came out that that WWE didn't know about it. Um if he has a deal with them, he definitely he definitely had to talk to them before it happened. I mean, that's just he's too much of a professional. I honestly right. think though that Jericho being the professional he is and just I don't know him or Vince McMahon personally, but just hearing Jericho talk like on his shows and other things and stuff that's happened in the past, I think even if WWE officials weren't made aware of it, that at least Vince, he just went to Vince and said, Vince, they asked me to do this, I'm going to do this. And Vince probably gave his blessing. Um, maybe nobody else in the company knew, but I would be surprised if Jericho didn't do that. Um, as far as I know, he of course,
1: it would make Vince happy because all the people in Japan who are uncertain about Jericho or become raving Jericho fans will have to buy into the WWE network in order to watch his archive history.
0: Well, and could this be, you know what I mean? Could this be a move to try to lure Kenny Omega to the WWE? You know, oh, hey, we you get to wrestle one of our guys and look at how much exposure you're getting and look at how good some of our guys are. Come over. Maybe have Chris Jericho talk about the positives and butter him up. You know, I mean, this could be, Vince could be sending him in on a recon mission. I don't it's, know. I don't
1: think Omega's headed to WWE yet. I still think we got a few years at least.
0: I agree 100%. I don't think he's headed there. I do think they are interested in him right now, though. Um, Will you be a yeah, yeah. So I, I think they're interested in him. You know, I'm, I'm fairly certain he does not have a, a contract with New Japan. And if he does have a deal with WWE, then he definitely doesn't have a contract with New Japan. But he doesn't need one. New Japan brings people from other promotions all the time, and they do interpromotional stuff. They're really good at that. I like them about that. And, you know, you talked about this uh, rock and wrestling cruise. I have heard from multiple sources um, and, and it's it's pointless now because this is going on But that originally It was actually going to be NXT wrestlers Wrestling on there But then Vince ended up Pulling out at some point saying No he didn't want his wrestlers gone for that long Didn't want to put them in that environment Didn't this or that or whatever But when apparently When, when Jericho first came up with this idea At least on his end it was going to be NXT wrestlers wrestling there um, So that's neat to note um they are gonna have oh what do they have what do they call it the oh they got a name for it right now but they're doing a tournament the the cruise tournament or something that's going to be there that the young bucks are going to be a part of and kenny omega is going to be a part of that kenny omega is going to be on that cruise so it's good things
1: we gotta buy tickets homie we gotta i would love to
0: i've never been on a cruise before i would love to go Plus there's like some good there's some good comedians. I believe uh uh Jim Brewer or not Jim Brewer, um Jim uh, um I can not I can't think of the guy's name. The stoner from um Jim Brewer. That is Jim Brewer. Okay, yeah. Jim Brewer's <laughs> actually the stoner, you know who I'm talking about. Jim Brewer's gonna be there and a few other guys doing stand-up. There's gonna be some musical acts there. There's gonna be wrestling. There's gonna be a lot going on there. It's, it, I think it'll be a good cruise for sure. Interesting. I mean, like you said, we have been talking about it, and I you even said,
1: <laughs> if there are cruise on international waters, there is no laws. Contracts don't stand really.
0: When you're on when you're on a cruise, you're you're bound by the laws where that cruise set off from. When you're on the when you're on the actual cruise itself, you're on the soil so of whatever
1: Jericho cruise,
0: whatever <laughs> whatever uh, nation that that cruise liner belongs to. You're on that nation, but yeah, hey man, anything goes, right? It's a Jericho cruise, talk and shop, baby. They need to get <laughs> they need to get sex Ferguson on there and fucking rile them bastards up. <laughs> this is cool. This is a, this is a dream match. Um, both of these guys are for, from Ontario. I mean, they're they're from the same uh, the same place. They've never wrestled each other before. And yeah, when we were doing the tweets for the last couple weeks, I honestly thought it was just them having fun. I I, I thought maybe they were going to do the cruise thing, you know. But right, didn't expect didn't expect it. Wrestle Kingdom twelve. Shit, I can't wait for it. I mean, amongst other things, um. They got Kazuchika Okada versus Naido and those are my top 2 wrestlers in New Japan right now with Omega probably coming in at 3. So you're going to have Omega versus Jericho on there also. I mean it's 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 looking to be one hell of a match. I mean one hell of a card. It is it is going to be it's it's going to be an amazing card. I mean, there's just no doubt. I love Chris about
1: Jericho's it. Sting-esque hairstyle now too.
0: <laughs> so hey, you know what? I've talked about retraction, retractions when we when we report something wrong. We reported something a while back that I think most people agreed was was what the truth was. And we're talking about Chris Jericho, so I'm going to bring it up real quick and we'll move on. But it's involving Austin Aries. Now, we had said that uh, one of the major reasons that Austin Aries left WWE and was unhappy in WWE was because um, he was on the pre-show of WrestleMania. And maybe not even so much that he was on the pre-show, but that he didn't get any royalties from being on the DVD since he was on the pre-show. And that that made sense because he had put out a tweet saying, um, WrestleMania 33 is released in Canada today. Too bad I'm not even on it. And and that's what he wrote. Well, he was on Talk is Jericho this last week. And Jericho talked to him about his release. And he said, you know what? It had nothing to do with that. And he said, let me tell you something. I hate to put the cat out of the bag, but every now and then people pay me to tweet stuff. (laughs) And he said, I was paid to tweet that WrestleMania Blu-ray was coming out in Canada. He said, so I went to tweet that, but I wanted to tweet it in my character. And I said, how would my character say this? And he said, and then I went and thought, and I was like, you know what? Let me see if the pre-show's on there. And he looked at the listings, and it wasn't. And he said he wanted to put that on there because it was a heel thing to say. And he said in his mind, that didn't bother him at all. He also mentioned he would have been more than happy to stay, and he wasn't unhappy there. And that anything they would have given him to do, he would have been happy with. But they had nothing for him to do, so he was more than happy to leave also. So, there you go, folks. Cleared up from the man himself. Had nothing to do with the royalties, but...
1: Class act, that Austin Aries.
0: You can understand why we all I thought it a was. him a double A. A double A. Some would say the greatest man who ever lived.
1: So. Him and his bananas. <laughs> he talked about that, too. It was
0: funny. I told Vince, you know, I got this banana thing. And Vince just laughed at me. And I was like, no, no, it's not really a thing. I just eat a banana every now and then. (laughs) He's like, Vince didn't get it. I was like, that's the thing. It's not a thing. (laughs) Oh. Moving along. Brothers no longer bludgeon? What? (laughs) So at Wednesday night's WWE live event from Leeds, England, Harper and Rowan were back in action, but... There was no sign of the Bludger, Bludgeon Brothers gimmick. There were no hammers at all. They came out to Luke Harper's entrance music, not the, the redone Bludgeon Brothers music. The team was introduced simply as Eric Rowan and Luke Harper, and they competed in their classic ring attire, their like you know um, Wyatt family attire, rather than the Bludgeon Brother attire. Uh, it remains to be seen why they dropped the Bludger, Bludgeon Brothers gimmick so abruptly, but Beefsticks is going to keep an eye on the story and will post updates after their next match on the tour. This could simply be a case of them maybe could be a case of them maybe trying something new on untaped shows. Maybe they're trying to see which gets over better. We'll do Bludgeon Brothers at this taping. We'll do non-Bludgeon Brothers at this taping. What kind of reaction are we getting? Uh, doesn't necessarily goes
1: at a house show. I don't think yes. they're scrapped because they had a br- a brand new promo on SmackDown granted that was Tuesday morning. Right. But but, uh, but why
0: would you have the why would you have the promo if you're going to be cutting the gimmick?
1: Right. And I think you'd at least have a good inkling by then. You know. Yeah.
0: So that's my guess or maybe it even goes to the fact that I don't know if they've wrestled as the Bludgeon Brothers since they've been in England, but maybe they just forgot to pack the new stuff, or maybe the sound guy does Well, now, no, you could just go on YouTube and pick he it wouldn't up, let but.
1: them bring the hammers in? <laughs> yeah. Like
0: Actually, you know what, from what I've heard from all the reports, that they've never brought hammers to the ring yet in any of the house shows. So that's not even a telltale there. I do hope when they first come
1: on TV, they bring their damn hammers. They need to be smashing people with hammers. Granted, the pa- ha- hammers are probably not real or very padded, but they need to hit people with the hammer like they're smashing they, them. They need to start
0: ring. Gallaghering it and bring, like, watermelons and cantaloupes to the <laughs> ring and stuff and just just splatter them. That could be a finisher. They set a guy up in a corner, and then they put a table with a watermelon in front of him, and they hit it, and the watermelon splatters them, and they sell it like crazy, flip over the turnbuckle, fall on the ground shaken. <laughs> Watermelon seeds all over them. <laughs> blood
1: packets. They got to apply blood packets.
0: You've heard of a corner splash,
1: <laughs> but not like this. Oh, I,
0: I mean, I don't know. I think it's, it's. I think, I think it's like, like I said. I think we're just gonna have to keep trying to. I'm gonna keep looking at reports of when they're on house shows and see how they're coming up. They might have pulled it. This wouldn't be the first time WWE has pulled gimmicks like
1: that especially when it comes to the Wyatts.
0: Even with uh, even with having a bunch of packages and stuff, you know, they had the Emelina thing, and they didn't know what to do with that, and they pulled it. Um, I remember, this isn't so much packages, but when uh, Rusev got back from injury, he did like two or three interviews where he was talking to Daniel Bryan, and he kept saying, I'll only return when I get a title match. I will never wrestle for you until I get it. In the next interview, he'd be like, you can't have Rusev till I get what I want. I'm getting a title match. And then like three weeks he wasn't on TV at all and then the next week he came out in a regular old fucking match and hasn't had a title match since.
1: It's like... Right. He's been fighting Randy Orton ever since. They they don't give a shit. And that's okay.
0: So we'll see. We'll see what happens. K.O. Go home. That's that's my best ET impression. I don't know. KO, go home. No, that isn't ET. I haven't watched.
1: That was watched... still better. That was still better. <laughs>
0: was it? I haven't watched ET At first you started for a long time. <laughs> that, that was ET the extra testicle, you know, from Cheech and Chong. <laughs> I hope the folks listening to this know ET the extra testicle because that was hilarious. Uh, maybe yeah, that was my ET. It was it was a perfect ET, just not the extraterrestrial. <laughs> KO go home. It was reported yesterday by PW insider, uh, authentic report, not one made up by folks on a tweet. That Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were sent home, like sent back to the states, like got on a plane, shipped out with their gear and everything from WWE's ongoing European tour. Apparently, The two are being disciplined for conduct deemed detrimental to the WWE. Which, folks, as I read on, you'll see that's kind of a strong wording for it, but they probably just have broad terms for, you know, you have to give an official reason. Right. But it is pretty shitty if this is true. The issue is that Owens and Zayn were going into business for themselves, as in during their on-air segment this last Tuesday, Um, Live from Manchester, Owens and Zayn went off script following Sammy's match against Kofi Kingston. What happened was Kevin Owens entered the ring after the match and attacked Kofi, and that was planned apparently. But according to Pro Wrestling Sheet, Owens and Zayn were supposed to stay in there and then get beat down by the entire New Day, all three of them. But instead, they left the ring abruptly and left the New Day wondering what was going on. I went back and rewatched this because they
1: were supposed to do it. It wasn't even so much the beatdown; They were told to do that. The Kevin Owens thing where you're walking away from the ringing, you turn around, you go to charge back, but you stop. And then you charge back, but you stop. That's what they were told to do. And they didn't do it. So they walked out. Sound didn't even cue Kevin Owens music. No New day's music. Nobody and I... knew what was going on because they went that far off off quote unquote
0: script and I went back and watched it and even um, Big E you kept seeing him almost like like maybe he thinks they forgot because he's like come on come on you gonna come and get me come on and he's like you coming in like at one time I think he just said you coming in because he was talking to Sammy (laughs) because Owens was on the ramp and Sammy was still on the ring side, and you could tell they're supposed to be doing something and he's like come on come on you coming in huh you gonna get me and he's kind of like coming in and he looked kind of like come on come on Come on. And he said that like eight times in a row. <laughs> so, you know, he wasn't like, he's like, he didn't know what to do either. He was kind of stuck. <laughs> um, apparently the decision to suspend them was reportedly approved by Vince McMahon and they flew back to the United States today.
1: If that's true, there's, that's there's a lot really of speculation shitty. and arguing going on right now. Yeah. Cause they are usually people. And I, think I agree with this. Because lately they've been pulling psychology that's even over our heads. And I think for them to send them home is great for storyline the A way work. the internet world builds it. They See, got sent home.
0: I, I believe that WWE is working on things that the internet's saying. But I still don't. I, I think smart marks want to be more smarter than they really are. And so they keep saying things like oh, they're doing this so that we'll report it so that they'll do this. I don't think that's the case. I don't think they would send home two of their biggest names from one of their biggest tours of the year just to get the internet buzzing. Uh, I don't believe that for a second. I can see why people would think that, but that just... I, I think WWE is better. I think they react at stuff that happens on the internet, but I don't think they're... Pulling the strings, so to speak. I, I would be really surprised if they wasted they that much money just to try to get I, the I internet buzzing a little busy. bit. They could be. They could be. I'll, I'll give you that. I just, I would be it's surprised. not the first
1: time they've done something like this.
0: I would be very much surprised.
1: Even, even they you know, they've gone so far as to changing the dreaded X. You know, the dreaded X isn't the real sign for injury anymore. They, they're trying to do things to pull things over our heads. so Yeah, that but that's something interested. to
0: Why? that's something to change us from knowing. You're saying they did this so that we'd think that this is happening. You're saying they did something they did. You're saying WWE yeah. did this. Changing the X is WWE stopping us from knowing this. You're saying they did this so that we'd see that they got sent home. Is what you're saying, yeah. which I I don't think that that's the same. That's the same kind of mentality as um when, when Triple H always says, you know, our whole plan with Daniel Bryan was to bury him and get the crowd behind him, and then we were always going to have him at WrestleMania. No, you weren't. You are not that smart. You don't think that far ahead, and you don't have that much faith in people.
1: I don't buy it. I think sometimes they have to, and I think that this is one of those times that they actually hit the button.
0: I will say this doesn't <laughs> seem like uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens' type of demeanor, to pull something no, like that, guys. and to be to be heels and to get beat down by three people instead of two isn't even that big of a deal. Right. So I will give you that, but I will we'll see. I'm not going to say they won't well, write it and into the, the psychology script. Psychology behind but...
1: whatever they called it. I, I don't think they called it fluffing, but they called it. There was a term for it. But the, the psychology behind it is the heel does that when he thinks he can fake them out and gain the advantage running in the ring and Kevin Owens being that heel knows for a fact that he wouldn't gain the advantage against three people so it's stupid to do that spot in a spot where it doesn't fit
0: possibly they've done dumber shit they just had Ellsworth versus Becky Lynch in a match where one contestant couldn't even touch the other
1: one no, that was pretty Neither horrible. of them really touched each other. It was they just didn't the worst match. hurt each other. It, it was, was stupid. Awful. It was like a dance.
0: It was it was a it was a clumsy, slow dance when they when neither one of them were in sync with each other.
1: Yeah. It
0: was just awful.
1: It just was pretty awful. terrible.
0: Believe that. Moving on. Roman Reigns, it appears, has been cleared to return to action as WWE is promoting his return at Monday's Raw from Atlanta. Will he just make an appearance or will he get physical? (laughs) As of now, he has been replaced. (laughs) As of now, he has been replaced on Team Raw by Jason Jordan. That is official. But could we see him in a different role in Survivor Series Pasty? Of course.
1: It's if you if you if you don't see this coming from a mile away, you, you got to be blind.
0: We got three Shield guys that are open New right Day. now. Yeah, we got three guys that are open now because they lost the title, and we got three guys that were forced into doing nothing because one guy wasn't there and he's back in the fold. New Day versus Shield, and it should be a great match. Hell yeah, it should be.
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the Shield, or no, not, not uh, well, to, yeah, seeing the Shield win. We'll go that route.
0: I will say, man, um, I'm glad we're both on the same page because, folks, we didn't discuss this beforehand. In fact, we kind of got a late start and we were getting a lot of things going, and I still forgot one segment that I just put in while we were live on the air. So we didn't even talk about this ahead of time. So I'm glad you and I are on the same page on that New Day Shield match. I think think you do it. I think it works. You have to. I don't know that Jason Jordan being in the the raw team for Survivor Series. I, You know what? He can be the guy that goes out first or something, you know? I don't know. Now for Sin Doria. For those of you who don't know and don't speak Spanish, that is no knee. And I'm saying that because our good friend Sin Cara... And for those of you who don't speak Spanish, that's uh, his name actually means no face. (laughs) Which is one of my favorite characters in Spirited Away, by the way. No Face, awesome. Shout out to Spirited Away. I missed it in theaters this year, but I've seen it last year with my son in theaters and hope to see it next year in theaters. I'll see it every year in theaters if I can. Anyway, Sinkara has suffered a major knee injury. Uh, Oh, pasty. While I'm talking on that, you want to get that picture that I sent you and pop it up for our folks that have YouTube? Yes, I can do that. Um, So they can look at this because uh, it's, uh, oh, oh, I'm going to tell you right now, folks, if you're you're squeamish, it isn't bloody or nothing sticking out, but it it does not look good. So if you get the heebie-jeebies easy, you might not want to look at it. It's already up. He suffered a major knee injury while performing in front of a house show in uh, Spain. Sin Cara had fallen awkwardly during his triple threat match with Baron Corbin and Sami Zayn, who is now sent home for hurting fucking poor Sin Cara the Bastard. (laughs) Reports state that the superstar seemed to be in immense pain and was seen clutching his leg even as the match rolled on before Sin Cara had to signal for medical help. His injury was so severe he needed help backstage. As a shoot, not a work. If you can see that picture right there, your, your leg doesn't Ow. bend that way. It's not meant to bend that way. I had a stretch Armstrong back in the
1: day that I could do that too. Doesn't help that Baron Corbin standing on his foot. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that big fucking oaf. Um, this looks very on purpose on Corbin's part, right here. I
0: would hope not. I think I think he's still just I think he's still just green. I think he still makes a lot of mistakes he shouldn't make. And maybe it wasn't even his fault. You you never know.
1: So, Damn I mean, it, sometimes Corbin! Your your turning it to the Ryback
0: of this era, or you know, Sin Cara just happens to get injured every other fucking month after he's back, so you can't really, <laughs> can't really give give Corbin all the blame for this. Sin Cara is a fucking master at getting injured. Oh, I don't know. You got anything more to say about this?
1: It looks like it fucking hurts. It, it does look like just it hurts. Look at that fucking curvature, the ankle to the knee ow I
0: didn't get that did I well if we're done talking about that let's talk about domestic excuse yes friends Alberto El Patron beloved by many a beef sticker returned to Impact Wrestling at Bound for Glory last Sunday which by the way is a pretty decent show if you get a chance the main event was awesome till the end. There's some there's some good matches in there. Anyways. Um, he made his return at Bound for Glory, but he spent roughly 10 minutes talking. Not setting up a new angle. Not to put his character over. Not to do anything else other than to vent about how pissed he is that he was wronged by being suspended for his domestic abuse charges And blamed all the people in the back. Talked about how shitty he was treated. People didn't call me or text me. And they don't give me the benefit of the doubt. And they believe whatever they read. And blah, 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 blah. They don't care about my family. They didn't pay me. They don't care about the family you're punching, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Then, he went to the announce desk and physically intimidated Jeremy Borash. Which was uncomfortable whether this was a work or not. If you have the chance to go back and just watch him and and Jeremy Borash... Jeremy Borash is an extremely talented guy, but I don't think he's as good of an actor as he... if, If he is, bravo. Because I really thought the way Borash was talking, which wasn't normal... And the way Alberto was moving and Borash was moving... It looked like Alberto Del Rio was just bullying Borash live on TV. And Borash seemed really scared... And the weirdest part was Matt Stryker's right beside him, who is a, a former wrestler, and Stryker is just like, at one point he's like, "Matt, help!" And Stryker like won't even look at Alberto and doesn't like like he's sitting there like, "Dude, I'm not getting into this physical alteration for you. This is an MMA fighter. I'm not fucking around with this guy." <laughs> Um, so I don't know. It could have all been a work. The, the Jeremy Borash thing. What he? I don't think him coming out there and burying the company for ten minutes was a work by no means. Then again, it's it is Impact Wrestling. They might have signed off on it. I don't know. <laughs> what are your it's thoughts great. on
1: this pasty? I, I
0: I know I'm pretty sure you didn't see the angle. I did not. But um, um uh, this that I mean
1: that's what it was. He was cussing up
0: and down. He was just. Yeah.
1: You know, I think they just need to play Patron's Coke Addiction into his gimmick. Sell him as Scarface, you know what I mean? (laughs) And it'd be good. Right, pull the old Razor Ramon.
0: Isn't it weird how many, like, people that grew up in the 80s never realized the connection between Razor Ramon and cocaine?
1: (laughs) Right. He was Scarface.
0: (laughs) I know, right? What do you do with a Razor? You you know that kind of razor that he had on his tights you don't use to shave your fucking face. You cut cocaine with it, you fuckers. That's where it came from. Vince never knew that. I've 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 heard uh or at least according to Scott Hall, I've heard interviews where he's like Vince, Vince never knew that. Number one, I'm Vince, sure
1: he was doing cocaine with razor Ramon back. Oh, in I'm the day. sure he
0: did, but he never got the connection. He said Vince had never even heard of the movie Scarface and he said Vince had no idea there was a connection between razor and scarface the coke dealer he just thought it was like a cool name i can't see vince back there with a razor cutting cocaine he buys the pre-cut and good powder shit that he just gets to fucking snort just like that he's right. got that dispenser where you he just he's got one of those little pops spoons. it out and, you know it just pops out the right amount or them little uh they got them little <laughs> things that are like um like when you got allergies but they got them for coke where it just gives a perfect amount <laughs> Oh yeah, I know Vincent. Vincent Hogan did a lot of coke together, man. I tell you what. I tell you what. Why am I not looking for this? I should be looking for this. What are you but looking for? We're going to move on to T N A. How was that for a for a Canadian accent? A. TNA? TNA? T-N-A. T-N-A. <laughs> Until you give me some feedback, I'm going to keep saying TNA. (laughs) TNA. 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 Ah, (laughs) TNA. Anyways. Speaking of the former TNA, at last night's tapings in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, Impact announcer Jeremy Borash, who was just bullied by our good friend Alberto El Patron told the audience that Impact Wrestling was now a Canadian-based company. They are no longer a United States company. That doesn't m- mean that anything changes here in the United States necessarily other than maybe some touring. But they weren't really doing touring anyways. At least not in the last couple of years. Now, Toronto, yeah. Ontario is the home city of Anthem Sports and Entertainment who owns Impact Wrestling right now, and they can eliminate the offices in Nashville altogether now and run out of An- Anthem's home office. Plus, for a company that's struggling to get past the financial burdens of past managements, the relocation to Anthem's home country and, and home city will offer far more tax advantages going forward. This decision is most likely the reason why all of the impact res- referees were let go last week, which was something we were going to talk about today, but this Girl answers Hebner. that question. And Brian Hebner and Brian Stifler, who's been with them since like the beginning. Um, because because it, it would mean having to fly all these re- um, referees to Canada on and off on a more ongoing basis rather than working centrally in, or- in the Orlando area. So basically, my guess is they sat down with the referees and said, hey, we can't pay for you to travel here. So you're either traveling on your dime, moving here, or we have to let you go. And I'm sure the referees said, that's fine, we'll go. That's my guess. I don't think it was a thing like, I, I don't know. I wasn't there. That's. I'm just saying that. Um, moving on, another possible bonus with Anthem's Fight Network airing shows from Smash Wrestling. And Super Kicked, which is Anthem's also airing on airing on the global wrestling network, which is GFW's or Impact's I guess Impact owns that network, the global wrestling network, yet yeah, they're they're um, basically their WWE network. And Impact's own Scott Diamore has Border City Wrestling just a few hours away in Windsor, Ontario. There's really no shortage of promotions able to offer content for appearances. Um so that means that when they're not when these wrestlers aren't working for impact, they can be hitting up all these other shows and making money other than only being able to work for impact. Uh similar to the past few weeks, Impact Wrestling stars Moose, Eddie Edwards, Petey Williams, and Rosemary all appeared for other indie promotions in the area. So it could be a positive for the workers also. Because Impact doesn't do house shows and they don't do traveling, they only do TV tapings. If they want to stick around in the area, they can just work for a bunch of these other promotions and keep getting paid. It's a
1: pretty sweet deal, I guess.
0: Um, I don't know that it's sweet, but I think it's I mean it's it's better than not. It's it's better than having to do all these TV tapings and not having anything to do then for three months in between. Because they well, tape, like, being two months worth. prominent,
1: because they would be one of the more prominent wrestling promotions in Canada. Yeah. They would have easier access to a lot of upcoming talent. The likes that WWE might have got their hands on instead. You know what I mean? There's a lot of good wrestlers that come out of Canada, Canada.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, and look at um Chris Jericho and empathetic. Kenny Omega. <laughs>
1: Just the name, too, of a lot. Kevin Owens. Fucking Sami Sammy Zayn.
0: Bret Hart. All of the hearts. Natalia Hart. Tyson Kidd. Jinder Mahal. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on of, of, of Canadian athletes that are just <laughs> damned amazing.
1: Damned
0: amazing. I'm Brock Lesnar's home based out of Canada. He
1: lives in Canada. Him and Sable. going to DNA.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to go there. Him and uh, him and John Cena will probably go there, you know. <laughs> Try to get in on the ground floor. Get in on the ground floor.
1: John Cena is a free agent. Dun, dun, dun,
0: dun. <laughs> um, you know, it, a lot of people consider this like a really, like another, like, oh, TNA is still failing and failing and failing. They are going down. But in all honesty, this is a super up to
1: fail less hard.
0: Yeah, this is a super <laughs> smart move financially wise. I mean, super smart yeah. move. I I see this move as being a complete positive. You know, it's because things are going rough that they have to make this move.
1: The but this move is, is why a positive. Why the fuck haven't they done this already? You know what I mean? Why that are they is. just waiting till now? Why didn't they do this when they first signed on with Anthem? I'm sure the option was on there, the table.
0: You know what? There might be... I don't know. I've never owned a company, but there might be things that Anthem had to do in advance. I don't know. Or maybe they thought that they could build it up and they didn't want to move away. They they had They had plans of grandeur and expected to be able to build it up soon enough. You know, maybe. You don't know. I don't know. I agree with you. They could have saved a lot of money doing it earlier. Then again... I don't know. They had dates that they had to fulfill and they just made their way up to Canada recently. So maybe they were just waiting to do their their dates they already had planned until they got up to Canada. (laughs) I honestly don't know. If I knew what Impact Wrestling was going through in their head, man. Holy.
1: (whistles) Yet I don't. Yet I don't.
0: Uh, A couple more things to run through on the news. Join us next
1: week, or next month, when (laughs) TNA joins their new home in Liberia. (laughs) Right?
0: Moscow, Russia. (laughs) Impact, (laughs) Rusling! Wrestling for ruples. I can see it now. The Siberian title. That one title's changed names so many times, they can make it the Siberian title. Why not?
1: All they gotta do, really, is move to the Democratic Republic of Congo. And then they'd be the richest people in the poorest country in the world.
0: Then they could feel good about themselves. That is very
1: true. Oh, That's a new fact to me. I didn't realize the Congo was the poorest country in the world, but DRC citizens earn an average of $394.25 a year. See, they say that,
0: but I watched the movie Congo, and somewhere there's that city of (laughs) Zinj with all of the gold.
1: They got talking monkeys, man. Yeah, the city of
0: Zinj is there somewhere, (laughs) along with Tim Curry trying to eat sesame cake. I like that movie. Everybody hates that movie. I like that movie. I don't know why everybody hates that movie.
1: As a child, (laughs) I liked the movie, kind of. I really liked the beginning part that was really scary, and then the eyeball comes flying back out Yeah. as a kid. That was like, holy shit, did I just see that? And, And then the rest of the movie was kind of boring. Intense at times. I don't hate
0: it. I have the book. The book is, is really good, but the book you can really get into the minds of everybody. It's it's pretty.
1: Right.
0: Um. Yeah. But I mean, and it's a Michael Crichton book. I'm pretty sure, right?
1: Yes. Yes, it is.
0: So I mean, you uh, one can't of the go wrong.
1: Authors of my of my youth. Can't go wrong with
0: Michael Crichton. <laughs> little fun, little trivia. Talking about that opening segment with the eyeball. Do you remember who? Do you know who the boyfriend was that got killed right in that opening segment? Do you know who the actor was? Fuck
1: well, no, I haven't watched that movie in so long. One
0: Since of the I was a kid. one of the greatest campy actors of all time, Bruce Campbell.
1: There you go. He's
0: on there for like five ten minutes. <laughs> I seen a I seen a Comic Con thing is, that he was yeah, at one time. I was I was at a, I, I watched a Comic Con interview that he did one time and, and a fan asked him why the fuck did you do Congo? That was exactly what they said. And he said, Listen here, listen here, hold on, I got I guess I got a, do they got an IMDB for Congo? He was like So imagine that somebody comes up to you and they said, Hey, I want you to be in this this movie got a huge budget for it you're like all right all right i like that it's based off a of Michael Crichton book oh yeah all right i like that frank marshall's directing oh frank marshall yeah 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 frank marshall we'll do that we've got laura linney tim curry all sorts of people oh yeah sounds great sounds great we're gonna film in this exotic location on location of course i'm sold wouldn't you do the movie? I mean, on paper it sounds amazing. <laughs> right. Um, it you know what? It's not a great. I still think it's a good movie. Yeah. I don't think it's like a horrible it. disaster that everybody makes it out to be. But Tim Curry sells it for me. I do not like the lead male. The lead male no. actor. I don't like it all. And to be honest, the monkey is annoying. Amy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Amy
0: pretty. Amy prettier or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, she was she was fucking annoying. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I liked it. I liked it.
1: Bullshit club. Bullshit club. You know, I watched this video clip. I was fairly amused. It wasn't what? the greatest. It's two it was guys that aren't
0: even that relevant on the indies trying to get relevant again and you can't blame them. Right. Uh, so, folks, what we're talking about is Shad Jaspar and JTE JTG, also known as Crime Time from the Crime WWE, Time! have been calling out the Young Bucks recently. They have, uh, I think, three videos out now that they've done. I think they put them up on Twitter. But you can find them well, on I saw or one. anywhere. And uh, they're wearing poop emoji masks. And they got a—they've uh, made a Bullet Club style shirt that says "Bullshit Club," and they're saying things like, uh, "I know you got muscles, but in New Japan, all you need to get over is uh, super kicks and tassels." <laughs> and they—they're calling out the Young Bucks for a match at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Not a match I'm excited to see, but I'd watch it.
1: It's a match you're gonna see. <laughs> um,
0: I like JTG. I was fond of him. Shad Jaspar was never my favorite guy, but. I thought JTG, if JTG was in WWE now, he'd be good in the 205 Live.
1: Yeah. I think yeah, I like JTG. But... I'm surprised they're still together. You'd think JTG would have learned to go his own way.
0: I don't know that either one can do much better without the other. I think all they are is their gimmick. I mean, J- I mean, yeah, JTG probably could. But, it, man, it's tough out there in the indies. There's a lot of people, a lot of good guys out there to make a name for yourself, man. Not everyone's the next Matt Riddle. Uh, sorry, folks, I got... I'm steaming up my own glasses here. I'm getting so hot under the collar.
1: Warming up. Cream
0: rises to the cup. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Funky monkey. <laughs> I'm was, I was Listening to a lot of old audio clips today, folks. I've got machos in my head. Everywhere, machos. So, as we alluded to earlier, the champ that runs the camp is back. Camp.
1: I hope he doesn't use that phrase again because I didn't like it in the first place.
0: Well, it's a play on his face that runs the place. So I don't know what else you. Can I say. know. The title holder, who's stupid. bigger and bolder.
1: I would like that better.
0: The championship, who owns a gimp.
1: Ship <laughs> and gimp don't rhyme.
0: Yeah, good enough.
1: The championship who holds the chips.
0: Maybe we should go into business writing phrases for AJ Styles. <laughs> so anyways,
1: we could do better than him. He's not that good at, at gimmickizing things. I don't really. know, man,
0: that beat up John Cena. I don't know <laughs> if that was him or if that was uh, the brothers. Oh, that was
1: totally the good but, brothers.
0: Man, that was over like like Rover, baby.
1: Uh, so like we said,
0: uh, he he won the title. So I wanted to take a little bit of time here. This is news. It's big news that this happened. So, let's get let's get your thoughts, let's get my thoughts. First, let's start with the question, what reasons may have led to this? Now, if if you folks don't know by now, this isn't just two people going out there and fighting their hardest to see who is the best fighter. Somebody backstage with a pen and paper decided AJ Styles was going to win this title over Jinder Mahal. Right. So, what Let's start with you, man. What, what reasons do you think may have led to this? There, and there, there's many possibilities. I don't know that any of them are right. What's what's some stuff you think of offhand? Because we talked you know, about all the I've, reasons I've that... I've been
1: I- on the side of gender not using steroids and not juicing, so I don't think it's a wellness policy violation. <laughs> I do think Brock Lesnar was a little underwhelmed with who he was going to be facing at one of his few matches in the year. That That's the side that I'm with. Because it seems most logical to me. And with everything that AJ Styles has done for the company in the last few weeks, he should be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. (laughs) So why not just put him in the Survivor Series match against Brock Lesnar? Congratulations, AJ. You are John Cena already. (laughs) Right. You could just, just take the face that runs the place. At this point, John Cena's an afterthought. You are the guy that sacrifices everything for the benefit of the company. Have it all. (laughs) What is your theory?
0: First of all, with what you just said, isn't it sad that the guy who's probably the best replacement for John Cena is like the same age as John Cena? (laughs) God, that's sad. You want a nice young up-and-comer, but AJ is the best replacement for him. (laughs)
1: He's still got uh, some years in, though. I think he's got more years than Cena does.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, so I, I think, like you said, I, I honestly don't think it is steroids. I don't doubt that he got steroids to get to where he is. How he's keeping I'm it on? I'm willing maybe, to maybe bet maybe it wasn't something
1: know. that was on the spectrum that they'd be looking for because it's that's, cutting that's edge and new.
0: That's a possibility.
1: It's not illegal.
0: He got it. He shipped it over it's from they Canada. they make it illegal. You know, everybody's getting their drugs from Canada. <laughs> he got it from Canada. And I don't think it's an injury. I think a few things have uh, are coming into play. I, I know ratings are down, and gender segments are down. Social media is not high on gender. And the India market is down since gender has been champ. <coughs> so I think they gave him more. Than the benefit of the doubt. Um, I think they realized. From what I heard. Survivor Series ticket sales. Were way behind what was expected. At this point. And I think Vince wants to shake shit up. And he wants. This is one of the big four. He wants it to be big. Was Brock bitching about it or not. Brock faced Braun Strowman. Who, in a shitty match. That couldn't work. Brock faced um, Dean Ambrose in a match where Brock just ignored everything that Dean wanted to do. I think if you pay Brock, I think he'll do it. If you told Brock to go in there and fucking have James Ellsworth pin him, I think he'd do it. I think Brock only wants the fucking (laughs) I want to see that.
1: I really want to see that. I
0: don't think he cares about his quote-unquote gimmick. I think his gimmick is the real-life Brock Lesnar, and I don't think he cares. But... That being said, I mean, I, I I think it's all just where the numbers are at at this point. I I don't think, I really don't think it's politicking in the back. It could be if I was if I was Bro, or if I was Brock, I wouldn't be happy with headlighting with gender. But and it could have been you know with everybody getting ill and they're moving people here and there and they're like, well, maybe they wanted to sell with John Cena, but they wanted to pull Cena to. Fill in on the SmackDown spot, and then they were like, Well, I, we don't think that this is a strong enough match on paper, so I think that's what honestly, it comes down to. I don't I know. Think, I
1: feel like
0: I think they've realized that it just I isn't working. I feel like working. Brock
1: uh, looks at himself and know that his career is not going to last forever, and I think he's realized he's been fighting a bunch of nothing matches, and he probably wants a change, you know, because you're not going to go out big if you don't go out against the biggest people in the company.
0: Yeah, that's true. I just, I don't, I haven't seen anything in his character that has led me to believe he gives a shit about his wrestling character. I've heard him say he doesn't give a shit about the business. But that's not his character. That's the business as a whole. So that is different. Right, But I I think, I mean, eh.
1: I don't know. I feel like he's changing though, too, because he's been giving a lot more to people rather than going out and beating everybody's ass. Yeah, he wins in the end he's been giving a lot more. I feel like he's changing a little bit. Granted, we're not going to see him every Monday night, but...
0: I would almost think, coming from your perspective, I could actually see more um, Paul Heyman, who is legitimately um, Brock Lesnar's (laughs) manager in WWE and does a lot for him. I could see more Paul Heyman being upset with it and, and telling Brock hey, we got to get this changed more than I could see Brock going out and thinking of it on his own. Like I said, I think Brock doesn't care, but I could see Heyman going, Brock, this is not good for us. We need to talk to them. There's no reason for you to be facing Ginger Mahal. I went out there and did a shoot promo on him and talked about how shitty he was because it's true. <laughs> so, you know, I could see Heyman maybe being more upset about it than Brock himself. And then that firing yeah. Brock up maybe.
1: But no, Brock versus AJ. I don't think we could ask for a better replacement, to be completely honest.
0: No, this should be uh, That's
1: gonna be one hell of a match.
0: This should be good. I think AJ's gonna lose, and that's okay.
1: Well yeah. There's
0: nothing against losing to Brock Lesnar. Um I, I hope. He it's... could win.
1: I can't wait to see fucking God damn it. <laughs>
0: I uh, want to see AJ put the styles clash on the That's big what fucking I'm saying, shoulders. on Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> big ass i don't think he can spread his legs that wide dude <laughs> that would be entertaining to see yes it would oh uh, so we've talked about the reasons that may have led here so what do we think the future holds what happens after survivor series and i'm talking not so much the, the brock lesnar side the wwe world Championship. <clears throat>
1: Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but from what I've seen is on the upcoming uh, India promotions, it's being billed as two-time WWE champion Jinder Mahal. So I don't think we're out of the woods yet, ladies and gentlemen. I think they're just giving us a gift here or giving HJ the gift he deserves more so.
0: You know, I never thought about that, but it could be just a, uh, yeah, it could be a a pat on the back for AJ. They could be rewarding AJ. I never even thought of it that way. He would deserve it. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of agree with you. I have read that they're billing him as a two-time champ, but, um, places put out a lot of their own promotion anyways, and we've seen things be wrong a thousand and one times. Um... I do think Jinder is winning it back. I think he's winning it in I think India.
1: winning it back on Tuesday no, after the he's pay-per-view. Winning, I think he's Not winning this it in Tuesday. India. Not this Tuesday. I, I, I mean, don't know. I feel they go like to India, he AJ's wins it in his get beat down by Brock Lesnar, he's still going to be injured on Tuesday. Jinder's going to try to cash in. Uh, Shane's going to be like, no, AJ, you don't have to do this. And AJ's pride is going to be like, I have to do this. And then he's going to lose.
0: That would make for a good storyline. I could definitely see it. But I my money is that he wins it in his hometown, in his homeland, which isn't his homeland, but um, <laughs> that's when you get the biggest pop is winning it in, in, in your area, even more than defending it in your hometown. So I could see yeah. that. Either way, what, what you said makes sense. Let's say Braun ends up, you know, hopefully they have a good competitive match. Hopefully Braun doesn't squash him. not Braun. Or Brock, thank Brock. you. One of those big bra words. Big bra. Uh,
1: <laughs> they both would wear a big bra. Right.
0: But, yeah, I, I, I could definitely see Brock beating him down really hard and having, you know, at, towards the end he does his six suplexes in a row and then hits the F5 and AJ's beat up. And that would be a good reason for AJ to lose because he's beat up and all that. So that would work, and I could see it. Uh, but I'm gonna say they hold off until I'm gonna say they hold off until the India tour and give it to him then. Either way, I think we both think he's he's gonna have it by the turn of the year, right? We both think Jinder Mahal yeah. will have it by the by yeah. the time the new year For comes.
1: Sure. For sure.
0: For sure. All right, we're on to one of the favorite parts of the week: the Jerry of the week. jerry of the week kind of got a doozy here folks and i'm it's just as much as i like to defend impact wrestling and 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 all of this and everything this one's pretty bad and it's i mean well i'll 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 tell you it's a tweet but i didn't want to put it in the two tweet segment because it's the jerry of the week So basically what the deal is, is Impact Wrestling is paying people to be quote unquote background actors. Now to be background (laughs) actors, what they want them to do is sit in the audience, wear shirts from the wrestlers and hold up signs and pretend to be amused by the shows. They're basically paying people to come and watch their shows. They're not getting paid for people to watch their shows. They're paying people to watch their shows. This came out from Smythe Casting out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, folks. This is an actual release from them. It says, we are currently hiring paid background actors for the following. Must be Ottawa local, non-union only. This is a non-speaking role. Filming dates Tuesday, November 7th through Thursday, November 9th, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. The pay rate. This is what they're getting paid. $12.50 an hour for four hours or $50 per day of work. Anyone 16 years or younger must have a parent and or guardian with them at all times. Makes it look like there's more people there. (laughs) (laughs) 50 to 75 people um, are going to play audience members all ages any ethnicity bring friends and family applications can work more than one day so please mention if you are available to be hired for multiple days wardrobe is casual clothing t-shirts jeans sweatshirts weekend casual if you will You may be giving signs to hold. You are encouraged to look at wrestlers on the website, and they give the Impact Wrestling website, and make your own signs. That would be very helpful, it says. And you will get more (laughs) FaceTime on TV if you have a sign. Uh, Impact Wrestling each day of filming will be four hours long. Follow the instructions below. Send an email to these people. Full and it tells you what to do and then it puts the the website gives you a link to the website of Impact Wrestling It's sad that they ha- that they're paying people to come to their shows now it is good if they are filming to have a lot of people in the audience and with signs and cheering and this and that but damn you're supposed to make money doing these shows i mean 12 15 hour right. they're getting paid for four hours, that's that's got to be making more than people spend on that same ticket, right? And who the fuck would buy I mean, a
1: ticket? The hope is you only have to do this couple of months and then people start got more. Yes, but
0: that is the idea.
1: Don't make the ad public.
0: <laughs> don't. Well, I mean, kind of half-assed to get people to get people, but um.
1: That's Let's a sign super,
0: up. That's a super Jerry thing to do. All right, Pasty, you and I, were are going to start a wrestling promotion. We're going to get some wrestlers together, get lighting, all this rings. But how do we get people here? Should we advertise? Fuck that. Let's go to the local casting agent and we'll buy people to watch our shit. <laughs> that's what we're doing wrong. Pasty. If we want more people watching on YouTube, we got to fucking pay. <laughs> here we are asking money and we should be giving them money. Fuck. I didn't know the business model. I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm new oh, to this. shit. I didn't know.
1: I think if I get a second job, I can make this work, sir. <laughs>
0: um, I don't want to sit and shit on Impact Wrestling because they're trying to make good moves, and you know what? Maybe with the money they're saving moving there, they can do this for a few months, and like you said, right. their shows will look like everybody's loving it, and it's big, and it'll <coughs> look better on TV, and...
1: And I don't think this week they are the Jerry of the week because they're the idiots. But they're the Jerry of the week because right now I am legitimately sad for them.
0: Cuz it's sad. Yeah, yeah, it's not like they <laughs> yeah. did something horribly bad. It's just it's that sad. Right now I picture that slug when they go to marriage counseling and Beth is the the alien's alien and Jerry is that slug. I look at Impact as that slug. It's like, it's not doing anything wrong, but I really pity it. I really pity it.
1: Sad slug.
0: Brie, thought the same thing. <laughs> um, so, we had a Jerry of the Week. We have a Rick of the Week. And folks, I hope you were paying attention earlier today. Because our Rick of the Week comes from somebody we talked about earlier today. And for a good reason. Amazingly, we're getting some good news. F4W Online is reporting that not only is that knee injury that we've seen Sin Cara get, the one that you've seen the picture of that looks so gruesome, not only was that a minor injury, but Sin Cara has already been cleared to return to action. Sin Cara ended up only missing one event, the Lisbon Portugal live event. And he apologized to his fans for missing that one. And in, in his tweet that he confirmed his injury. Holy shit. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but when I look at that picture, fucking Sin Cara is the man, especially since he's so injury porn, prone anyways, injury porn, right?
1: Um, injury porn. This
0: motherfucker. Missed That's one something I got to look that,
1: into.
0: Right. <laughs> One day for that injury? Son of a bitch. I'd be out for months. I mean, that's just... He's used up all of his
1: sick days. <laughs> right?
0: That's a... I mean, my, my, hat, my hat comes off to you, Sin Cara. You are the Rick of the week because that's a Rick move. Break my leg? Fuck it. I'll inject it with this shit and just come right back. Because he did that on the the first episode. In the case
1: of season three, he'll just get robot body parts.
0: That too, yeah.
1: How human is Rick? Is he human?
0: Well, you got to think about it. We know he had some robot body parts when he was the, the Rick that we originally seen. But then, in the first episode of season three... Um... He he got into a new Rick's body. So remember, season three, he's been in a new Rick's body. That's not that's our original Rick's mind, but it's a different Rick's body because he hopped from body to body to body. Remember that segment?
1: So he, then he ended yeah. up
0: having like different robotic parts that we hadn't had before. In fact, they showed some uh, some X-rays of him, and he had all sorts of shit. He has a bionic eye, and he has a, sh- a sh- something in his leg and stuff like that. And then he, yeah, when he went to Beth's fucking uh, crazy person's place, he got his arm bit off, and he put a new robot arm on there. So he's he's quite the cyborg. He is quite the android.
1: What if all Ricks are robots? Have we ever seen a Rick bleed? Yeah. Okay. We
0: have. And we've seen we've seen X-rays of them that show bones and and metal uh, and metal parts. So, yep. Um. So our I mean that's that's what we got for the show today, pasty. We cut ourselves really early. You know what? I like not having to have these these <laughs> damn. Uh, Uh, shows to talk about every fucking week because it's hard to get them in but i guess our our, we didn't have a thousand and one two tweets and our news went fast enough
1: smooth and swimmingly
0: we could discuss uh the upcoming war games nxt event i don't know what's uh I don't know what the official all the official matches are right now.
1: Ah, I did hear that uh, Pete Dunne will be fighting with K H. So that's uh, Um, that's intriguing because here stands a chance for the UK title to come into the NXT fold and give them a legitimate second title.
0: And I'm I'm on on this bus because one, as far as NXT, because you'd rather
1: see. The UK show, Royal Rumble.
0: <laughs> King of the Ring, the Royal Rumble. Well, what what I want to say is, for NXT, it is uh, very good. Why can't I find a, a thing that NXT wants? I, we, you and I have talked, I don't know if we talked on the air, but you and I have talked that the UK title would be a good title to be their TV title or their IC title or their US title. They They could use a secondary title. Um, as, yes. as good as they're getting and as big as they're getting, they could use a secondary title. And
1: with William Regal being the acting manager, it makes sense that it would be the UK title as their secondary title. The
0: thing that um, The thing that gets me is that hurts all of these United Kingdom wrestlers who were hoping to get a show there in the United mm-hmm. Kingdom that they could go to, that they could go to every week and be featured on and wrestle on and get eyes out there even if it wasn't aired in America, it'd be something that would be big for them that they could do. And they'd get paid to do. If the title's going to come to NXT, WWE ain't flying, you know, European wrestlers over every fucking week to go and (laughs) wrestle in NXT. I know they take multiple shows at a time, but still that's not happening. And NXT already has a stocked roster. So it's hard to fit more of those people into it. So it, The only thing I'm going to say is if that's what happens, that hurts the U.K. wrestlers.
1: Honestly, we can speculate about it all we want. My personal opinion is Pete Dunne is not losing to Johnny Wrestling. So the U.K. title will still stay in his hands and it's all on the board yet.
0: So, okay, I'll, I, I got a I list up. It's off of Wikipedia, but we'll say it's trustworthy. I couldn't find anything on WWE.com. I like to go off of them.
1: As Zable as you them. go through it, you should change it to very wrong matches that aren't on the pay-per-view since it's on Wikipedia.
0: Right. Well, don't you have to subscribe to Wikipedia to change shit? I think you do.
1: Probably.
0: Because <laughs> I've wanted to change shit before, and I'm like, eh, I'm not going to make something to correct it. Uh, so we got Cassius Ono versus Lars Sullivan. I'm I'm not a Lars Sullivan fan. I'm a huge Cassius Ono fan, but I I'm I not a
1: Cassius Ono th- fan.
0: I don't think they have anything for him. I don't think they I don't have like any
1: the fact, fact that him. they got him wearing KO shirts now. You can't do that. You can't. You're not the KO anymore. No. You're just this overweight guy. You say he's saw. just the
0: overweight guy. K.O. is more overweight than K.O. is.
1: Yeah, but K.O. holds it better than K.O. does.
0: K.O. is like
1: our type.
0: That's because of the shirts they put on K.O. They put K.O. in trunks and a tight fucking tank top. That's not or a basketball jersey. Like, that's, <laughs> that's not what you put big guys in. I don't wear that shit. I like to breathe, man. I like to breathe.
1: I don't know. I haven't, I, I didn't catch Cassius Ono in his first run, and I don't like him now. And you've um, never really seen Chris opinion. Hero,
0: right? You've never seen Chris Hero right. right? Right, Before he got right. to NXT. Um, no.
1: I just, I, I know this is going to build up. He's going to come to the main roster. They're going to have a rivalry over the name, and Owens is going to lose it because he's the heel, and he'd be better off to lose it than
0: let me just, Cassius Ono. Let me just say this. Before they came to WWE, um, Cassius Ono was, was Chris Hero, and he was in um, um, the Kings of Wrestling with Claudio Castagnoli, who is now Cesaro. And I can tell you that Chris Hero can hold his own against Cesaro. So, you you just haven't seen what he can do yet.
1: Well, yeah. I don't like what I've seen in NXT this I, round.
0: I agree with you. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of I don't like what I've seen with Shinzo <laughs> in WWE so far. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's just,
0: it hasn't been good. It has. I don't. I don't like what I've seen with um, Kyle O'Reilly. Or not Kyle O'Reilly. Um. Oh, my mind is just getting lost. Um, 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 Adam Cole. I don't like what I've seen with Adam Cole in NXT so far. I If I had never seen him in the indies, I would be sitting there like, why does everybody, what's the big deal about this guy? I don't see it.
1: But I haven't um, actually got to watch much of his stuff. I'll like start to watch NXT and then I won't watch it anymore. I will
0: say also that Cassius Ono hasn't done a lot of great stuff in NXT. So I'm not excited for this match. I don't think Lars Sullivan is the guy to pull it out of him. No. So I don't see this becoming the sleeper match of the night at all. I'll pass. Now, what could become the sleeper match of the night? We have another singles match. Aleister Black versus the Velveteen Dream. Somehow, yes, this has become my favorite rivalry in NXT at this moment. And it involves no champions.
1: Two gimmicks that God. you'd never even think would collide. It's you wouldn't it's think they'd never wonderful.
0: Yeah, they mm-hmm. they're so opposite, but they meld together beautifully in that way that opposite attracts. It's like Paula Abdul and Skat Cat. You know what I mean? Right. That's probably before your time.
1: No, I know that music Sorry. video. All
0: right, all right. Sounds good. Um this is going to be great. Alistair Black has done nothing but impress. And I didn't really know him. He's one of the um He's one of the European guys that came around in the European tour, and I'd never. It was uh, Tom, Tommy, uh, Tommy End, isn't it? He was Tommy End, yeah. I believe. Um, I can click on his name and find out, I guess. But um, and the Velveteen Dream seemed like it was gonna just silly ass fucking gimmick, and uh, yes, it was Tommy End. I didn't really see or even hear of Tommy End. He was a European guy. I didn't know much about velveteen dream he comes in and uh this gimmick i did not like it when i first seen it i not for any horrible reasons i just didn't really care of it and i'd never heard of him from anywhere i don't know if he's from anything i don't know what he's done i i don't recognize him they both own their gimmick like own their gimmick and they just they're working well together they have chemistry
1: it's odd but I like it. And this is one of those things like shit. This could be a WrestleMania match one year. Probably.
0: Right. And although Velveteen dream hasn't impressed me um, supremely in the ring as Alistair black has Alistair black is awesome. He's beautiful to watch in the ring. Takeover
1: um, has a way of bringing the best out of everybody. Exactly. So, this
0: could be I'm the sleeper match. This could be the match where we look back on and say, damn, that was the best match of the night. Uh, another match that's going to be very good. I don't know why they have it this far down, but then again, it is um, Wikipedia. We have the NXT Championship match. Drew McIntyre coming in as the champion against Andre Cien Almas. Uh, they've been doing a yes. great job with this feud. Uh, Cian Almas was kind of floundering there for a while, and they got this I've been Selena for Vega for a long time. Yeah, and they got this Selena Vega brought in there, and once they put her with him, she's got the charisma. She's an awesome actress, um, and she's a good voice for him. And she has been goading McIntyre over and over again. She's been walking up to the announce desks and taking the headsets off them and saying. We want you, McIntyre. Why are you scared of Almus? Why are you scared of Sien? We want you. Why are you ducking us? Like, she is the reason this is working so well. But Drew McIntyre and Almus both are awesome in the ring. So this should be a really good match. And dare I say, I want to see a title change here.
1: Yes. Yes. Give it to Almus for sure.
0: I he don't... deserves it.
1: I really like his in-ring style. And with the new mouthpiece, I think I think this is the time.
0: Right. I don't know that McIntyre needs to get called up. I'd be perfectly fine with him being called up. Um, Just for the fact that he was a former WWE guy, I was kind of surprised he, he didn't skip NXT altogether. But I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he didn't. Because Vince would ruin him. As many a many NXT guy before him right not everybody He could
1: have be been the third hope. member of the shield
0: he could have um <laughs> he could be the 3mb the 3m shield um so
1: oh my I, god they're gonna call him up and they're gonna put three-man band back together <laughs> now that mahal has lost the championship yeah.
0: They you have you have a rivalry right there. Who wouldn't want to see those three in a match together? Not a main event, obviously. Especially three
1: man band now.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're all like, better. He he, Slater. We can pass on. But Drew could it be
1: four MB and could they include Rhino? Because he'd be lonely.
0: He's got he's got to sit there and make the cheese and crackers at least, right? <laughs>
1: he can sit back
0: there and make the cheese and crackers for him while the rest. <coughs> Um,
1: I want to see a three-man band reunion. That'd be so great. They could do a war games with the shield and new day and three-man band.
0: I don't know. They would do a lot with
1: three-man band, but they'd have to do at least one thing with them. But I do
0: think you have a built-in rivalry with uh, Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre. And then you have, two I'd like to
1: see them come back as a legitimate stable,
0: you know, um, but this, this should be a good one. I'd be, I, I want to see almost win. And I think he can. That can change. We still got a week to go. We got a fatal four-ways match for the vacant NXT Women's Championship match. If you all haven't been uh, following, paying attention, Asuka was the Women's Champion. She never was beat. She ended up getting an injury. She forfeited the title and then went up to Raw. And now they're finally, they're finally treating her good again. They're doing what they should have done from the beginning and just had her in squash matches over and over again against nobodies. The same thing they did with like Naya and Braun Strowman and what they should have done with Shinsuke. Feed them jobbers for a month at least. And just so people can get used to their styles, so people can see their finishers, so people can see them act without, you know, without... Yeah. Anyways.
1: Going up against the top guy.
0: Yeah, without either sacrificing a top guy to lose to this new person... Or how many people have we seen come up and lose their first match on the main roster? And they're like, Well, you know, and it's like, Well, yeah. no. So here we go. We got Ember Moon versus Kyrie Sane versus Nikki Cross versus Peyton Royce. It's it's hard to say. Is this Ember Moon's chance after she's tried and failed a thousand times? Or does Kyrie I Sane to come be. in out of nowhere after winning the May Young Champ or May Young Classic? And win the title.
1: What about Nikki Cross?
0: Why uh, can't she win? Nikki Cross or Peyton Royce Nikki actually Cross. would be believable um, winners. Peyton yeah. Royce and Billy Kay have been at the top of the women's division since they've got there. And Nikki Cross has proven herself. I did not care for her at first, but she's proven herself with some really good matches over and over again. And it would be good for the Sanity Stable.
1: It would be. Nikki Cross and, uh... God damn it. What's his name?
0: What's his name? Eric Young? Yeah, the leader. Eric Young. Yeah,
1: sorry. Eric yeah. Young. They're the only two in the sanity who really matters, so... It's sad, but true.
0: Um, hey, side note before... We're, we're gonna put a pin in this Women's Fatal 4-Way we're not done with it. I didn't put in the news either that there were more releases. And, um the only one of note that I can think of was Sawyer Fulton. He was an NXT wrestler and he was a, a, um, charter member of Sanity. He was there with, um, with Wolf before, um, Killian Gravedigger Death got brought in. And, um, I was never a big Sawyer Fulton fan, but I did like him better than Killian Death Star.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: so I, you know what, Killian's Irish red. Yeah, I, I never want to see anybody lose their job, but I'm not gonna say I'm gonna miss seeing him on TV if that makes sense. So for folks, no, Sawyer Fulton got uh, got let go. He was a charter member of Sanity. He's the one that Killian, Dane, Wolf, Grave replaced. <laughs> Back to the women's title match. So, so what do you see? What do you think's happening, man?
1: Uh I think Ember Moon. It's got to be her time. As much as anybody could win it and I'd be okay with it. Uh yeah, Ember Moon. You know what?
0: I don't want to just keep saying the same thing you're saying, but I think it makes sense for Ember Moon. She tried and failed over and over and over again against uh um against Asuka. So now she isn't even against Asuka. She can prove that maybe she wasn't as good as Asuka, but Asuka's not here anymore. Now she sets the bar. Right. And uh, and Kairi Sane, she just came here. It'd be cool to see her come in and win the title right away. But let us ha- let her have some feuds. Uh, let's not put her in the title picture right away. Let's have her beat up a bunch of people and, and prove herself and show the folks who maybe didn't w- w- watch the May Young Classic what this broad's all about. So I, I'm okay with that. I would be more than okay with Kyrie saying winning. Let me not confuse you there. But I'm going to go Ember Moon makes sense, at least as of now. And you know what? I think ugh, there's so many matches that could walk away as the best match of the night. This one could end up walking away as the best match of the night. It's got some real competition. But these are some really, some really badass broads, man. I'm not kidding. Not kidding oh then we got the war games match which is a little different than our traditional war games match
1: Uh, with the addition of shark cages you mean
0: (laughs) the addition of shark cages and the fact that it's like what is it one wrestler of each person is in right away and then after a while then the rest of them get to come in and it's not like every other or something like that and and um, we still, I, I still haven't got a confirmation if it's two uh, two rings or one. I'm hearing things from, I'm seeing, hearing things there and there and here and here. I haven't seen anything from WWE saying it's going to be two rings, which I hope it is. But uh, definitely not your traditional, which used to be like five on five or six on six. We've got three teams of three. And, uh, and they're, they're doing it a little different, but it's something. And this, again, could be the best match of the night. We have the Authors of Pain, Acom and Rezar, teaming with Roddy Strong. And they're taking on Sanity, which is Alexander Wolf, Eric Young, and Killian Gravedigger, Death Child, Murder Boy. And they are taking on the <laughs> Undisputed Era. CFO, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. Being that this is a war games match, I mean, you can have anybody win realistically. I think looking at it as a war games, that maybe the Authors of Pain and Roddy have the advantage. But I'm going to say that, um... Well, you know, I'm looking at this now. Aren't all
1: three we of these... said last heels? week, man. And I'm saying... Yeah. Adam not... Cole and company are walking away from this one, the winners, I guarantee it. Well,
0: I'm just looking at this now. Aren't all three of them heels? I don't think. Authors of Pain are heels.
1: I think so, except Saturday's for Roderick heels. Strong. And Roderick Strong and the Authors of Pain aren't going to see eye to eye no. and play on the same page the way Rod they is. Should. Gonna have a and that's going to the be their downfall.
0: Whether he does join the Undisputed Era or whether he just doesn't, you know, or, or he has a miscommunication. With either Akam or Razar and ends up screwing something up. I, I can see that happening. That he, he's involved in, in them losing some way or the other. But yeah I, yeah, I honestly think it's Undisputed Era. And I'm still sticking with Roddy joins. I know they teased it because they came down and gave Roddy an armband. But he didn't put it on. He didn't put it on. So they're they're playing this. They're playing that, that the Undisputed Era wants him. Could he be the DDP to their NWO, or will he end up being the sting and joining reluctantly anyways? <laughs> we will find out come War Games. And the one that they have at the top of the list, which I, I can't see this headlining it, the UK Championship, United Kingdom Championship, Pete Dunne versus Johnny Gargano. Uh, yeah. You, you said earlier you think Dunn's going to win. I think Dunn's going to win. But this should be an awesome fucking yeah. match. These two guys' style, Johnny Wrestling, Pete Dunn, these two styles are going to work so well together that we are going to get a yeah. This is Awesome and Holy Shit chant going early, early, early. Very early.
1: Pete Dunn's my boy, man. I, I got his back. He's got my back. I pop his pimples.
0: See, I'm, I'm the opposite of you. I'm a bigger Johnny Gargano fan than him. But I don't see... I think they're saving Gargano for when Tommaso Ciampa comes back. I think they got a storyline there ready to go. Gargano doesn't need this championship right now. And Pete's doing a great job with it. And he just recently got it. I mean, considering how often yeah. they defend it. He just recently won it. This is what, his second title defense at all, I think?
1: I yeah, so. that sounds right. That's at least I've heard. Yeah, so.
0: be oh, God, good. did
1: you see uh, Triple H? Triple H was at a UK show. He oh, was in put, the ring talking.
0: I didn't put that uh, in the news either. That was huge.
1: What promotion was that?
0: It wasn't ICW. One I wasn't familiar with. Um, let me put it in the search engine real quick because it'll come up. While I'm doing that, also, I forgot to mention, and I said I was going to do this, um, I want to give a shout out to the Sala Monster, he has a podcast, Sala Monster Sounds Off, and, um, he just celebrated his 10th anniversary. He's been doing a podcast for 10 years. Before podcasts were even like like a thing. Before they were they were commonplace and people listened to podcasts. Probably before podcasts had a name. 10 years that man's been going at it. Uh, he's been on the show before. He's given a shout out to Beef Sticks Podcast. On his 10th anniversary show, which he did a live YouTube video of. Uh, he took the call, talked to me for a little bit. I gave a shout out to Beefstick, so I appreciate him, who's a big fish in this pond, um, acknowledging our us little fishes. And hopefully, Pasty, when you and I do our tenth anniversary show, we can call up the Solomonster and and get him on our show.
1: There you go. I like that.
0: Uh, oh, it was Legos. ICW. It was ICW. So I was wrong. I thought it was like it's not insane. It was ICW, Insane Championship <laughs> Wrestling, which is probably the biggest over there. Um, so that was impressive. He was there with Pete Dunne, who is the champion. But that is not. Well, that being said, do know they have a working relationship? We've we've covered that on our show. They have a working relationship yes. with ICW right now, and they would be some guys that would be on the UK show if they were there but for I mean I obviously Triple H is in the neighborhood for the European tour but that's a huge deal for an independent promotion anywhere in any way to get Triple H you know I mean WWE has a working deal with Evolve Wrestling and I haven't heard of Triple H showing up at Evolve
1: right So now it'll happen though
0: now it will happen who knows? Triple H is really gonna make changes when he when he takes over. Um, probably not That's as not much. What this whole episode's been about really and changes. as changes. As think, but yeah, this was a very changes heavy episode. We could have named it Changes. Ch 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 changes. But we didn't. And with that being said, I think we're gonna end fucking perfectly on time, pasty.
1: That's magical. It's Mythical.
0: Amazing. Flabbergasting.
1: Mystical. Astounding.
0: So as always, I'm Fat Mac.
1: In Raleigh, was basically Ride! I love you like a lovesick puppy. Come see me Saturday at Club Underground. Do it. Plus, stop broadcasting at 1812. Presents. Welcome, Taken. Do it.
0: All you fuckers, do it. I don't know about you, I just ended with that. Yeah, okay. All you
1: fuckers.